Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Pull the trigger one more time. Keep going. All right, there you go. Put on stage for the stage. Oh, sorry. Think a backfiring gun sounds dangerous? Just wait till you see how easy it is to have your money backfire on you. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it, you don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement, folks. And yes, we're talking about guns backfiring on you. And Guess what? The best laid plans of mice and men can backfire on you, too, as we see with retirement planning each day and each day out here at the Worry for Retirement and also in my practice at Tony Walker Financial. I am Tony Walker, and with me in the studio is America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. How are you doing today, Aaron? Good morning, sir. I'm doing good. And yourself? Doing very good. Doing very good. Um, and I'm, a, I'm not a big gun enthusiast. I've been around some guns on and off all my life, but I don't even know if I'm using this term... Um, correctly. Uh, I know guns have kicks. I like to call it backfiring. Would you say, we're watching some videos as we speak. I know we're on radio, but uh, Aaron, would you say that's a kick of a gun or is it backfiring when it literally knocks somebody on their you-know-what? Well, uh, <laughs> I would say the term kick means like, yeah, the gun's got a little kick to it. Backfiring, when I hear the word backfire, I think like the gun has exploded in somebody's okay. hand. That's what I think. Well, so yeah, the people out there, the gun enthusiasts may be saying, yeah, Tony, that's Aaron's correct on that. But it's, it sounds a lot more dangerous and uh, uh, visual if you think of backfiring. So we, uh, we had some fun with this. We were looking at clips for the TV show. And uh, if you do ever want to check out the Worry for Retirement TV show or DVR it, folks, uh, we can give a lot more graphics, a lot more information on that. Just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Also, Aaron, somebody mentioned the other day, I was at church and they said, hey, uh, you used to have all these shows on the website at Tony Walker Financial. And we have forgot to mention that we now have all of our videos on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in Tony Walker Financial if you want to go back and watch past episodes or any video clicks as well. If you'd like to get on our email list, about once a week, we send out an instructional video about five minutes long to our email list. So if you want to be on our email list, just go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Tell us that you want to opt in and we'll get that to you. They come out about once a week. So I got to thinking about the idea, if you're looking at any of these clips, if you go to YouTube, just Google um, on YouTube, just type in uh, video of people with guns backfiring on them or whatever, and you'll just see all kinds of hilarious clips. But there's a pattern, okay? Every time I watch these clips, there's two people involved. The first party seems to know something about guns. So let's call them the gun owner, all right? And then the second party, the one that the gun backfires on, is what I would call the unsuspecting victim. <laughs> and uh, sometimes these are females, but even males, it doesn't matter. But 
and you hear this kind of coaching going on. Let's, let's play that clip again, Aaron. And you, if you listen closely, you have the gun owner who has given the gun to the unsuspecting novice, we'll call it, uh, who doesn't, you can tell, know anything about it. And listen to what they say to this novice before the novice kind of blindly pulls the trigger. Comes together, lined up. There you, you go. go. Squeeze the trigger. Oh. What happened? So you've got the stage, right? You have a someone that is a so-called expert in guns who talks a novice into handling a potentially very dangerous and deadly instrument called a gun, right? And then it backfires and the unsuspecting novice gets hit upside the head or knocked on their you-know-what or and then usually the the gun owner uh, is laughing in the background and you know but your finances are kind of like that folks and we're going to talk about that today whether you realize this or not you are that unsuspecting gun handler we call them financial instruments and the financial world is supposed to know the safety features of these instruments they're supposed to know what instruments are more dangerous. This is a show for savers, so we're talking about things and strategies that are dangerous for savers that the financial world keeps telling you to do. And then here's the problem when that gun, that financial instrument backfires on you, you're the one that's getting kicked on your new you-know-what and having to you know, wipe the dust off your rear end while the gun owner or the financial world sits there and sometimes kind of laughs. There, you know, think about it. All of these strategies, all of these products, the financial world, and I'm in this financial world, so I benefit too, folks, so don't get me wrong, but the financial world makes money on your money, whether the thing backfires or not. Have you ever thought about that? They do. They either are going to earn a commission on your money, they're going to earn a fee on your money, or in the case of many cases, uh, banks, for instance, they earn a spread on your money. So either way, folks, none of these financial institutions, including yours truly, we're not in this for free. So the question is, if you're going to go to the financial firing range and have somebody start handing you financial weapons that could either help you or hurt you, the real question, I think, comes down to trust. Who are you going to trust to hand you that financial weapon that's supposed to help you rather than hurt you? So today's show, what we're going to do, we're going to cover the four most common strategies I see that backfire on savers as they get into retirement. When I return, we're going to go through all four. You stay tuned. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. It only happens one time, and only 75 people can attend this exclusive free screening of the breakthrough documentary, The Power of Zero. The tax train is coming Thursday, April 18th at 7.30 p.m. at Greenwood Mall 10 Theater in Bowling Green. This shocking film reveals why you could be paying far more in taxes in retirement and how you can defend yourself. If you've saved at least $250,000 in retirement assets or make more than $150,000 per year, claim your free ticket now by registering at TonyWalkerFinancial.com movie. What if there was a financial product that could guarantee an income you could never outlive? A product that is not at risk in the stock market. Well, there is, and it's called an annuity. And for the past 34 years, I've personally helped thousands of savers secure over $300 million of annuities. So why risk your hard-earned money when you don't have to? Let's meet in person to see if an annuity is right for you. Log on today to TonyWalkerFinancial.com.
Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and we're making an analogy between a gun that kicks the you-know-what out of you or even backfires on you versus a financial instrument, or in this case, a financial gun that's all loaded and ready to go that the financial world hands off to you. And just like a regular gun, if you don't know what you're doing with it, you could really shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, by the way, I'm with America's favorite financial sidekick, Aaron Orander. Aaron, do you remember the first time in your life, I do actually, when somebody handed you a real gun, I'm not talking about a BB gun, and you fired it? A real gun? Real yeah. gun. Yeah, I remember the first time. How old were you? Oh, I was a teenager. I don't remember exactly. It was my Nana's gun. Oh, Nana. Did Nana show you how to fire it? Uh, she go, come here, Aaron. No, <laughs> no, she just kind of gave it to me. She didn't want it anymore. So she was like, here you go, sweetheart. Yeah, well, that was back in the day when nobody worried about child safety issues, <laughs> right. right? So did you fire it? Uh, not then, but, but I, mean, I did take it to the range and fire it. Okay. I had to clean it first. It was, it was pretty old. Who, who helped you fire it? Who was with uh, you? My brother-in-law. So you trusted him? Yeah, You didn't absolutely. kick you or knock you back? Or no. Hurt? No, it was just a little revolver. It wasn't a rifle or anything. Okay, see, I, I grew up around my Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie was a jokester. Uncle Eddie was quite a bit older than me, and I never forget, he dra drags out a single-shot old shotgun. Okay. Okay. And my granddad, he says, hey, you know, Dad, can I take Tony out and show him how to shoot it? You know, back then, my granddad's like, whatever. So I never forget, we went out in the field there, and uh, Eddie had it loaded. He just put it in the one shell, one cartridge, and I pointed it. He didn't say anything. He said, now just point it and fire it. See, I've shot BB guns before. And I mean that thing when it kicked back. I didn't have it, <laughs> I didn't have it locked and loaded up against my shoulder. I never forget how painful that was. <laughs> so it didn't backfire. We're trying to determine the technical term, but it Kick the you-know-what out of me. So same thing, folks. I trusted my Uncle Eddie to show me how to use that gun properly, and he did not, and he got the last laugh, of course. So what are the four things that I've seen in the past 34 years? I actually could name more than four, but I just kind of picked out four things that I've seen for savers that as they get into retirement, this is financial advice they've received over the years, but as they get into retirement, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes this particular advice or these strategies I'm going to share with you come back and backfire on you. So let's start off with number one. This is the most common uh, since 1978. This has been the most frequent advice given to savers. And here it goes. It's called maxing out your 401k plan. Maxing out your 401k plan. And you may have heard this before. So let's, let's think about, you know, most of you are eligible for a retirement account known as a 401k. It could be a 403b thrift savings account. And because it's pre-tax, you know, the last episodes, by the way, we talked about all this. I'm not going to go into detail. But since a 401k is pre-tax, in other words, you don't pay any current taxes on it, what the financial world, namely Wall Street, who's holding all this money while you don't get to use it, what they've been telling you is, oh, you need to put the maximum you can allowed by law, you know, 22.5 or whatever that number is now. Put it all in there. Uh, forget, even if you don't get a match, because what's happening is it's pre-tax. It's assumed to be tax savings. And as we have seen from the last several episodes, that's all well and good if you're in a lower bracket one day. But if you're in the same bracket or higher bracket, really all you've done is just hogtied your money. And then when you get into retirement, as we, as we are seeing, as we work with so many savers who are retiring now, all of those taxes, I call it a tax tumor, all of those taxes buried within that 401k or that IRA or 457 or thrift savings account, they're going to backfire on you. Then you say, well, Tony, how, how do they backfire? Well, because you can't just keep deferring the taxes. The taxes are really just postponed. 
And if we assume or believe that one day down the road, depending on our nation's uh, financial health and the deficit, that we could be in higher tax brackets, not lower, higher tax brackets, then it's really going to backfire on you when you go to take that money out. So the 401k, while it's a great savings tool, I always tell people it's a lousy planning tool because mainly we have no idea of knowing in the future how much in the way of taxes we're going to have to pay as we take money out. And then secondly, the other problem with the 401k, there's actually three problems. Number two, even if you don't want the money at 70 and a half, they're going to force you to take it out. That's called your required minimum distribution. And you say, well, how's that backfiring, Tony? Well, it could backfire big time because you could have other issues going on financially and from a tax standpoint that that's the worst thing you could do is now have to be forced to take money out of that 401k and pay taxes on it. And then finally, number three, the reason you should uh, be careful about maxing out your 401k is the issue of the tax tumor. As I've mentioned before, my wife, who's a nurse in oncology, you know, we, we talk about this subject, and in all seriousness, we're not making light of people that have tumors, but I always remind Susan, hey, in your line of work, Susan, when the people die, the tumor dies with them. It's gone. In our line of work with finances, if you've got a tax tumor and you die, it doesn't matter. The tax tumor gets passed off to your kids or beneficiaries. Who's going to try to use that thing? So it's a terrible, terrible planning tool. So my advice there is don't get the financial world in a tizzy telling you to max out. It's going to backfire on you if you're not careful and if you're a saver. And instead, meet with us and let us review your 401k to see what should be going in, whether some of it should be pre-tax, after-tax, or there are other ways we can be more tax efficient than just maxing out your 401k. Number two, another strategy that backfires on people all the time is they've been told over the years to buy term life insurance. Now, folks, we sell a lot of term life insurance. Um, I'm, I'm a CLU. I've been dealing with life insurance for years. I know that product well. And there are places where term life insurance fits the bill. But if you're trying to do retirement planning, uh, if your goal is to try to use and enjoy all of your money and at the same time try to leave something behind, term life insurance is the worst thing you could do due to the very nature of it. Let's think about this, all right? The insurance company is going to issue you a policy. Let's say you're 45 years of age, and they're not going to charge you much for it. So, Aaron, you're getting ready to buy life insurance at your young age from an insurance company. They're going to give you a million-dollar policy uh, for, let's say, $250 a month. That's pretty cheap, isn't it? That's not bad. Okay, why is it so cheap? Because I'm younger. Younger, and they know what? What's more than likely not going to happen in the I'm next 10 or 15 I'm probably not going to die for a while. That's right. Okay, probably. bingo. Pro yeah, statistically, he's not. Now, he could. That's a chance he may not want to take, and granted, that will help. The problem is, let's say if Aaron purchases a 20-year term policy, spends you know $2,000 a year, and in 20 years, uh, they say, whoops, this guy's getting older, and now he gets a renewal premium for uh, 1000 a month, you're going to say, oh, wait a minute, now it's getting more expensive. So the problem with term life, it's just for a term. It's like renting an apartment. It doesn't provide permanent housing. So again, term has its place, but for retirement planning, it's a terrible investment, and if you don't die with it, you create an enormous amount of lost opportunity cost for your families. All right, one more before we take a break, because the last one I'm going to spend a little bit of time on. The third type of financial advice or strategy that can backfire on you is advisors, and boy, I'm seeing this more and more now, advisors over on Wall Street who are creeping over to Main Street, that's where the savers reside. Remember, Wall Street is all about investing and speculating, 
Main Street is all about safety and security and guarantees, right? So think of the guy that's a gunslinger out there that knows how to operate any kind of firearm in general, but he goes out on the firing range and there's poor old Aaron who just finally got a, a gun from his grandma or whatever, and he's going to show him all kinds of tricks and how to twirl the gun, and, and Aaron's like, wait a minute, I don't know anything about that. That sounds awful dangerous. Well, that's what's happening in the world of finance, folks. We have people on Wall Street, and it's getting more and more frequent. They're coming over on Main Street, and they're telling these people to get out of guaranteed fixed annuities. Now, we're not talking about variable annuities. Variable annuities don't have a place for savers, but if a saver has a fixed interest or a fixed indexed annuity, what's happening, these Wall Street uh, folks are coming over, they're convincing these savers that they're not earning enough return on their money, they're actually trying to convince them that they can earn more than the annuity, which there's no guarantee they could do that. And worse yet, they're sharing with them past performance numbers that have nothing to do with what's going to happen in the future. So think about this. If you're a saver, you love the thought of guaranteeing your principal. You know you do. You also love the thought of a small amount of guaranteed interest and you like the thought of not paying a lot of fees. So those, I'm defining a saver for you. Savers love guarantees, they love security, they like to keep things simple, they don't like a lot of cost and fees. Here comes Wall Street over on your side of the street and they're now talking you into moving out of guaranteed annuities and into the structure and risky investments that they offer. Folks, this is scary stuff and uh, I don't know you attorneys out there, you might want to be aware that this is happening. Uh, to me it's a lawsuit waiting to happen because think about this. Let's say a saver has a $300,000 annuity and that saver loves the idea that it's guaranteed. Now granted, let's say it's a fixed indexed annuity and it's only made on average 3% over the last 10 years or whatever. So the Wall Street fella comes in and says, oh my gosh, look at that 3% return. You know, let me show you about our past portfolios, which they don't remind you that these are not guaranteed, so I don't know why they're showing them to you. It doesn't mean anything. But look here where we made you 10% or whatever. And, you know, you're thinking, gosh, human nature kicks in. I'd sure like to make a lot more money on my money. I don't really have a game plan. So, okay, here, I'll turn over my $300,000 annuity to you, but it's got surrender charges. Well, a lot of these Wall Street types are so confident they can make you more money, they'll even pay for the surrender charges. So, I mean, who wouldn't do that on the surface, right? So anyway, so five or six years goes by, you, you've given up your guaranteed annuity with guaranteed mailbox money, and all of a sudden, five years later, the market crashes. Your 300,000 is now 150 or 200. You should be, and I assume you're gonna be very upset over this, so you could have had 300000 protected. You could have had mailbox money. And instead, you let someone talk you into getting out of that guaranteed position and moving over into the world of risk and uncertainty. So, folks, you've got to know thyself. This is why I created the Three Personalities website. You can go over there. And, and the, the whole point of that was is to determine what is your predominant financial personality. If you want to take the free test, you just go to the number three, personalities.com, threepersonalities.com, and it will give you that feedback and give it to us so we can talk to make sure that what you're investing in is not going to backfire on you. And if you're a saver, you've got to, you've got to stay in your comfort zone here. Uh, if you want to, you know, learn how to shoot a gun, take a uh, six shooter and nothing real high powered and get on the driving range with an instructor like us and safety first and make sure you can use it appropriately. That's how we handle finances. If you want to show up with a hired gunslinger and learn how to twirl the gun around and 
you know, get an Uzi and a submachine gun and learn that in the first five minutes and take a chance on shooting you or somebody else, have at it. But we like to go towards safety and security. All right, so as we lead into that, we're talking about Wall Street versus Main Street. We're talking about things backfiring on you. And you might be wondering, okay, Tony, you know, you've been doing this almost 35 years. Uh, you may say, I've kept up with you a little bit. I know that you have a large, large clientele. I know that you focus only on savers. So describe to me how you, with this worry-free retirement process, are going to be able to help me worry less about money without putting it all at risk. You're listening to the Worry-Free Retirement. I'll be right back with some really good stuff on how to safeguard your money and at the same time, never run out of it. Tired of the roller coaster ride of the stock market? Let Tony Walker show you how to smooth out the ride with your money. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com and let's get started. It only happens one time, and only 75 people can attend this exclusive free screening of the breakthrough documentary, The Power of Zero. The tax train is coming Thursday, April 18th at 7.30 p.m. at Greenwood Mall 10 Theater in Bowling Green. This shocking film reveals why you could be paying far more in taxes in retirement and how you can defend yourself. If you've saved at least $250,000 in retirement assets or make more than $150,000 per year, claim your free ticket now by registering at TonyWalkerFinancial.com slash movie. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement, and uh, I am Tony Walker, and we're talking about the concept of a gun backfiring on you, and the would-be victim, unbeknownst to them, didn't know how to handle the gun. And if you're just now joining us, we're talking about financial guns out there. There are instrument strategies that the financial world pitches to unbeknownst uh, savers sometimes, and yes, those products or those strategies can certainly backfire on you. So the last one we wanted to talk about, I delved into this a little bit with Wall Street folks encouraging savers to get out of guaranteed products, guaranteed products like fixed and interest annuities, fixed indexed annuities, government bonds, and uh, certificates of deposit. Those are probably the four safest assets out there that savers love. And uh, some of these Wall Street folks are getting very aggressive, encouraging savers to move out of safer territory and into this world of risk and uncertainty in hopes, here's the, here's the hope, that you'll make large rates of return based on past performance, which if you look at the fine print, is neither guaranteed nor assured by anybody. So why are we talking about it? So in this example, I wanna share with you the concept of called the 2% return. So I've got a question for you. If, okay, listen closely, if all we made on your money from now till the time the cows came home, you only earned 2%. Let me repeat that. If between now and the time you die, you only earn 2% on your money, would you be satisfied? Now, before you rush to answer that question, Aaron, don't say a word. There's no way you can answer that yet, right? Because there should be, well, wait a minute. If I'm a saver and you understand that the safe investments out there, that's about all they're paying is 2 to 3% right now, the ones we just mentioned, government bonds, certificates of deposit, and fixed interest annuities, uh, the question is, how much are you going to need to live on? 
So this morning, for instance, just had a couple in the office, and that's what their question was. Their question was not, they're savers, by the way, they're already clients, but their question was not, Tony, what rate of return are you going to earn us in retirement? That was not their question at all. That's usually never the question of savers. They, they'll ask that, but that's really not what they're asking. What a saver wants to know, and what this couple wanted to know is, Tony, next year, I'm going to pull the ripcord. I'm retiring. All right? We got all these products set up with you, Tony. And here's their question. Am I going to run out of money? You see, folks, a saver, uh, most savers are pretty good at handling money. Now, I'm not talking about investing money, handling money. Most savers uh, don't spend more than they make. Most savers don't take on a lot of unnecessary debt. Uh, most savers live below their means. So the point is, why would a saver want to try to earn a high return? So let's say they just talked with somebody from Wall Street, and the Wall Street person's going 2%, 3%, that Walker guy can't, you're not going to make enough money, right? Then the fear sets in. Look at what we did. This, this happened with a client the other day. He was meeting with a Wall Street firm, and they said, look at what we've done over the past 10 years. We've made 10%. And the guy was impressed. And I said, well, first of all, can they really document that? And he said, well, that's what they said they make. And I said, well, did you see the actual portfolio in question? Uh, no, they didn't show me that. That's because they probably, there's no way, unless they've got one set portfolio, which most people don't, most people use different portfolios, there's no way they could tell you that. So even though they made 10%, let's give them the benefit of the doubt in the future, I mean in the past, in the future, there's no way they can, here's the key word for savers, guarantee that 10%. And worse yet, uh, as we talked about in the last segment, can you imagine moving all your money out of the world of guarantees. You know, you're sleeping good at night, right? You don't have anything to worry about. Yeah, maybe the 2% is not going to make you rich, but at least if you have a structure or a plan like uh, the Worry for Retirement, we can guarantee you won't run out of money. Again, guaranteed, and savers love that. But no, let's say you've allowed a Wall Streeter to change all your money over to them. They may have even paid you a big bonus to move it over so you could cover the surrender charges on that annuity or whatever. Fine. But what if in five years we have another 40% correction in the market like we did in 08, or worse yet, in the last uh, several months, at the end of the last quarter of 2018, folks, we went, some people lost as much as 20% in just a quarter. So if you're a saver and the thought of losing money uh, is, uh, feels like it's backfiring, imagine if you lost 20% of your money in literally the period of a couple weeks. So what we call the 2% strategy, here's how it works. We're going to provide very, very low-cost products and also low-cost strategies. All right, our fees, for instance, even if you do invest money in our Charles Schwab platform, our fees are only six-tenths of one percent. You compare that to the other guys, they're usually around one and a half percent. I mean, that's a lot of money they got to make up just to cover their fee. So you do need to understand how people charge fees if we put money with Schwab, it's only six-tenths of one percent. What about risk? We have, right now, ways you can almost have, you, know, you can't have zero, total zero risk, but almost absolutely no risk whatsoever. Can you imagine going to bed at night and realizing that the vast majority of your money is without risk? Wall Street can't guarantee that. In fact, Wall Street, if they're going to try to earn you 10 percent, that means that you're risking your money because in order to get 10, you got to take a lot of risk. What about taxes? We've been talking a lot about taxes. The last five episodes dealt with how we help people lower and maintain taxes. 
and how to deal with that infamous tax tumor that's buried inside your retirement accounts. Usually, at least I've not seen any Wall Streeters deal with anything, deal with taxes. They tend to just disregard the tax tumor altogether, and they just want to focus on making money, that 10% uh, pie in the sky or whatever they're talking about. So the question is this. If all we made you was 2% on your money, but we kept your costs down, we kept your risk minimal, and we kept your taxes as low as they can get them, how much money would you then put with Wall Street? Now, if you're a true saver, you're saying, wait a minute, Tony, if you can guarantee me that I can accomplish my goals and objectives with 2% return on my money, low cost, low risk, and lower taxes, I'm going to put my money with you. Or you might say, well, Tony, I want some of my money at risk. Fine, we can put a little bit of your money at risk. But folks, if you're a saver, there is no reason to keep risking your hard-earned money. Here's all you have to do to meet with me in person. Just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, and we will set up a time to review your entire situation. And let's, let's focus on that question. Ask yourself that question. Wouldn't you sleep better at night earning 2 3 or 4% and not taking any risk, not trying to chase all these returns, versus just blindly turning your money over to somebody that may or may not help you out in the long run, or, or as we said, backfire your money in retirement. So do it now. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. I look forward to seeing you then. But remember, between now and next week, between now and the next time we visit, if all else fails, you be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it. Shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.